Welcome to Sports Scouts. I'm Joey Goodsir. I'm Michael Rob. And we are back, finally, for uh, episode 2.8 here on Wednesday, April 15th, 2020. This is definitely a new experience uh, for the show, I would say. Um, this is the first time we've ever recorded remotely, if you can't tell. Uh, we hope you can't tell, but um, to let you know, we are uh, practicing our safe social distancing and we are recording f- remotely from our own homes. But um, we just figured that there needed to be an episode of the show that should get out there at some point here because a whole lot has happened since we were last in the studio. So to recap, uh, first and foremost, last time we were in the studio, we were getting all geared up for, um, unfortunately, I think our, our one of our favorite parts of the entire year on the show, which is the March Madness Challenge inviting guests on the show and we were speculating about how that was going to change and whether there was going to be no fans and little did we know um what would happen in the next few weeks so we'll get into that later but before we do um this is normally where we would do our scout scores but instead michael i think you're going to give a shout out right yeah so uh, nobody expected i guess any of this to happen and all those spring sports that even i guess the end of basketball season our team our teams were done, but even the others around the country, I guess, not just in the IHSA playoffs, I guess, but everywhere. Um, it's just been, it's just really unfortunate that all the time and effort that people have put into seniors, especially that they put into the season, everything, it just, it just, everything got halted. And there, there really right now is no date that we really can resume things as like basketball. We know that March Madness will get into, but of course that was canceled. Even the NBA right now, that's up in air and we have even for I guess going back to the high school level for our baseball team and other spring sports that's in the air and that seems highly unlikely at the moment so there's a lot of I guess obstacles that sports sports teams need to um, get around to in order to be able to play and we've we've seen so many different um, reports coming out on the national level at least but it's just yeah it's going back to I guess the high school level I kind of got sidetracked there but the high school level it's just really unfortunate because there's just so many I guess, um, players, seniors around the country that their last season that they've always looked forward to, they no longer are able to play. So it's unfortunate, but I mean, I guess everyone understands why they have to do it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a crazy time, and um, we're just looking out for um, all of those athletes out there who are implicated. Uh, the winter athletes who's ended their season was implicated, and especially – uh, those spring sports who were just getting excited to get into their um, final season for the seniors and um, a new se- season for the others. And unfortunately, that's um, looking like it's going to be, at a minimum, very, very severely jeopardized, if not um, canceled. But we're, we're hoping for a future in some way in which um, they can be recognized or they can have some type of closure to their careers because there were a lot of valuable um, – teams that we had and um, athletes that we had coming up on up on this season and you know baseball you mentioned obviously it's no secret that this baseball team was uh gonna have a big year and we were looking forward to that when we were recording our uh, uh transition um guest segment with connor about about lake forest high school sports and you know we got um i know your track season's been implicated we got you know, so many other sports girls soccer always a big sport um, but yeah, all of those spring sports, um, before we get into the show and we move on to national sports, we thought that in this spot where we normally cover those local scores and now we can't cause there's nothing going on, we would give a shout out to you guys. So 
Um, that's going to be it for this very, very strange edition of Scout Scores. And we're going to move on to um, really our new segment, which is really going to take up everything. And um, first, we're going to kind of recap what happened. So, Michael, do you want to get into that? Yeah, so like like I said, um, we were, I guess, in the, or like Joey said too, we were in the studio. Um, we were expecting March Madness to, um, I guess, still happen, but without fans because we we're getting everyone was getting more information and that I mean that, that the virus was continuing to spread so it would be best that there would be no fans with having to deal with so many logistics with different locations that the teams would have to travel so we had a little bit of hope that there would at least be the tournament without any fans but then that next day I guess it was that next night that everything really seemed to escalate it it was when Rudy Gobert on the Utah Jazz and Donovan Mitchell tested positive and that was kind of the I mean awakening call I guess for the Twitter world, and that came out, I guess, on the news, because I guess following Twitter that night, that was just crazy, because everything was just happening all at once. Everything was being canceled, postponed, whatever, and that was, I mean, that was a night that everything kind of, the sports world, the sports world especially, just came to a halt, and that next day, everything just was canceled from spring training to March Madness. Everything was turned upside down, and I guess there still really is no I guess, date that we are set to return with so much uncertainty. So um, I might have missed – what else, Joey, did I miss from that night? Well, I mean, you're, you're really right in saying that, you know, the NBA uh, suspending their season after Rudy Gobert tested positive on the night of March 11th was kind of the, the big turning point, I think, because before that the precedent was kind of like, okay, we're going to move forward but have no fans and, you know, we're going to be heavily monitoring the situation. But then, you know, once once a pretty known face in the NBA tested positive, um, the NBA, you know, within seconds announced that that their season was over um, for the time being. I think I remember, like, you know, seeing um, Steve Wojciechowski's, you know, his Twitter, um, you know, who obviously normally breaks the news for the NBA and is the guy you look forward to for that. You know, I, I remember his feed literally was, you know, just blowing up. His, he tested positive, and then right after the NBC, the NBA just suspended their season. So I think that that was, you know, I, I at least thought and knew that that was a big turning point where I was like, okay, the goalposts just got moved. Things are going to happen now. And soon enough, the next day, you had the MLS pull out. I think they were first. And then the NHL and MLB, which were pretty big. And then um, individual uh, collegiate athletic programs started to pull out. The most major of that news being Duke and Kansas, because you know at that point we we knew that Duke and Kansas were not going to compete in March Madness. Had and without March Madness, and without two and, the, the the major contenders in the tournament too, that's kind of the moment that we I guess kind of knew. All right, this is over. Right. Once once that came in, it was pretty obvious that March Madness was going to be over. And soon enough, um, you know, the entire sports world came to a halt, um, and all the things we had talked about in our previous episode were completely irrelevant by that point um you know luckily we had a lot of recapping in from lfh sports so it wasn't you know entirely um it wasn't entirely thrown in the trash but you know it pretty much was in as it was for most people in sports so that was kind of the evolution that led to where we stand now where we got a lot of cancellations and a lot of sporting events that could be happening right now but instead are not and um we're gonna see how um you know kind of the scenarios of how these sports can come back um but yeah uh michael i guess we should probably get started talking about uh kind of 
how the sports world is handling this because I think that that's pretty interesting. You know, the, the sports world has never really handled an era of there being absolutely no sports, even like, you know, the, the only like comparable time that I can think of is going back to like World War II or something where like, you know, or like they, they 9/11, were... but that was more, I guess, just temporary, but like, I guess World War II right. was more prolonged, but I mean, there's been nothing this, I mean, I guess maybe World War II, that was long too, but I, I really, I mean, in our lifetime, we can't then, imagine had... anything. Right. I mean, even then though, you had, you know, there were, there was opportunities for sports in different ways. It was just that, that kind of made an adjustment. It wasn't complete. It wasn't a complete shutdown the way we're dealing with right now. Yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, within, within not our lifespan, but the lifespan of, you know, many listeners, I would say that, you know, 9-11 is probably the best comparison, but you know, then again, it's, um, it was a very, very different and very temporary situation. Um, but even so, it was a pretty big and emotional deal when sports came back. So we can only imagine what it'll oh, be it's like. It's going to be. I mean, it's going to be phenomenal. I mean, even without, I guess, fans. We'll get into that later, which could possibly, most likely, happen for many sports. That'll even just having something on the television. I guess besides, I guess, re-airs, will be, I guess, a win for us sports fans. Yeah. So we're going to get into those re-airs right now, um, Michael. I know that you published a, a recent Forest Scout story on. Uh, the documentary side of things. And I know that if, you know, you look at ESPN, they're really amping things up on the 30 for 30 front and on the documentary front. So do you want to kind of talk about what they're doing as far as all that? Yeah. So last week I published, yeah, the article on, I guess the five best sports documentaries to watch. And I'm thinking about doing another one for, I guess probably it'll come out next week with five more that people can watch. But ESPN, like many other, I guess, news stations have, had done a lot of re-airs, such as Joey, of course, covered the Masters with last year's Masters in 2019, and then many other ones uh, with Tiger, especially dominating. I guess the early 2000s, and there's been the Blackhawks too. A lot of re-airs of their dynasty that they had early in the 2010s, and there's just been, I mean, I guess a lot. And of course, the Last Dance will be coming out on Sunday, the first episode, which I'm really looking forward to. Everyone is that it'll be a lot of unseen footage from the last Bulls championship number six that will come out Sunday and it's a 10 part series. So that's going to be another, and the ESPN moved that up from June to now April with all the demand that people, all the fans are, we have nothing else to watch. So that was a smart move by them to move that up. So we're missing out on all the live sports, but we're able to dive, I guess, back into um, sports from yesteryear that we're able to, I guess, learn more about, which is kind of a positive, I guess, but if we were like, we'd rather have live sports, but I guess this is just filling the gap, I guess, right now. Yeah, I mean, this is a really new thing that we're seeing. So, you know, you, you're looking at, um, you know, all these re-airings. Uh, as Michael said, um, one of the things I covered pretty recently last week was supposed to be um, – the Masters weekend, which um, it was going to be a pretty big one, and instead CBS and ESPN kind of teamed up to deliver um, what they called the Masters Rewind, and they aired a ton of past tournaments. They did um, Jack Nicholas winning his, his sixth and final um, title at age 46 um, with the 1986 tournament on like Wednesday, and then they did um, Tigers first in 97 on Friday, they did um, his 2005 one, the one that involves the uh, very, very famous chip on the 16th hole. Um, that one went to a playoff. It was a very, very exciting tournament. 
Uh, they did Phil Mickelson's first on Saturday, and then of course last year's um, legendary finish on um, Sunday. So I, I was I was able to cover that on Sunday and kind of live tweet and go through what my thought process was at the time, um, and that was really cool. Yeah, and you mentioned the 2005 Masters. I was able to catch the end of that when it aired. Um, I think what day was that? I, was, I believe it was a weekend um, day, either Saturday or Sunday of last week. That was that was awesome to watch because I never really actually watched that um, the final few holes. I always just saw the famous putt that Tiger had on the 16th hole. But be able to watch from, I guess, I think I started watching it from the 13th hole all the way up t- towards the playoff, and then seeing, I guess, Tiger's. Just reaction, I guess, after that putt on sixteen, just being able to watch, and then what happened after was was really cool to watch. I never really, I guess, would have thought I would have been able to watch it, but because there's just so much other stuff going on, I guess, when there's live sports that you really never think to go back and watch that. But to be able to do that, I guess, was pretty fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really cool. I think the Masters did an especially good job because their coverage is so consistent and so, um, you know, commercial free kind of. So it was it was it was perfectly set up for that. But yeah, so I did that coverage. Um, temporarily re-released my article from last year about it on the website and, w- and went on the front page for a while. I even um, gave people the link back to the episode that we recorded that that week last year, in which Michael very very boldly picked Tiger to win, which you know at the time was a very very bold move, but ended up being right with that. So that was cool. Yeah, that was um, that was just a total guess. We were actually talking about that. Before we started recording that, it was just a total guess. I read an article before I made the pick that Tiger in his backyard at one of his homes has, I guess, the greens of Augusta and then some other, um, I forget the other um, places where he has it. Um, but that was just all luck, honestly, that I just picked it because I'm like, oh, he has familiarity, uh, f- familiarity with the greens there at Augusta and he has it just made perfect for him and he has He's had so much success already at Augusta that it just, I guess, kind of felt right to pick him. But it was just a total guess. And I, I never expected that, honestly, to happen. Right. I mean, it was more of a emotional hope thing on our side of things. The little did we know that that would be what would happen. And it'd be one of um, the most memorable sports moments of our lives, I would say. But, yeah, that that re-air was happening. Um, there's been a bunch of other things going on. I think the Bears recently re-aired uh, their comeback against the Arizona Cardinals on Monday night football in 2006. Uh, the Blackhawks have been doing their championship runs as Michael said, but yeah, they've really been kind of stepping in to take advantage of this in some way. And so that's kind of cool. But I do think, um, as Michael said, the biggest, the biggest and most exciting one is, you know, after much demand on Twitter from fans, you know, complaining that they have nothing to watch ESPN was able to move the last dance up to, up to, up to April and starting on Sunday here with two episodes, we're going to get a lot of really, really cool um, sports coverage of yesteryear. Um, it's just unfortunate, though, that we can't get any live sports. Um, the, the, I've seen many proposals of ideas for the future. Um, I saw one person say that maybe what we should do in the future is um, they should have players come together in every league and play games that like are untelevised and we don't see, in which they sign NDAs, and then they put them on the back burner just in case something like this happens. Cause like, it'd be really cool if there was like a random NBA game from like 2005 that no one knew ever happened that we could watch, you know? Yeah. That'll so be, that's that's a, I mean, they've been scrambled mode, I guess, just thinking of ideas and those, I mean, that's another good one that they could possibly, I guess, add cause so many people are just desperate for anything. So that's another good idea. Yeah. So they, they've really been 
taking an interesting approach to it, but it, you know, it's been, it's definitely been hard. So, um, it's obvious that speculation on how things are going to come back and the way things are going to come back is a very prevalent conversation right now. And for that reason, um, we're going to kind of get into that um, because it's very, very uncertain. And we've seen a lot of different scenarios um, put out there. So um, I think we can start, I think we'll start with the NBA because that's probably out of all the leagues that are, currently continuing that's probably the thing that most people are looking into um if you guys want to check out the four scout wilson put out a very very awesome article on the different scenarios in which the nba could come back um but i think we should talk through all of them because i think that um there are different things to consider with different pros and cons and i think that you know it's definitely a needed conversation right now because it's just so uncertain yeah i would have to agree because i mean I can get into this after you about the NBA, but of course, Dr. Fauci, who's been very vocal, um, one of the, I guess, lead doctors in all of this that, it's, that has been in all of the White House press conferences daily. So he's a very familiar face now. And he's even said the same thing that there's just so much still, I guess, yet to uncover that it's just hard to predict anything that any, like to make a set date, there's really no way that, I mean, that, that anyone can do that because if you, it's most likely it'll be moved back. So you really can't, put our hopes up because we just know that we're kind of expecting um, the worst and we're hoping for the best. So yeah, it's just, I'll let you get into the NBA then. Yeah. So um, here are the, here are the options that Wilson had on his article and I think we can kind of talk through them. So the, you know, based on the variety of scenarios that could happen again, the worst part of this is just the uncertainty of our kind of future right now. But um, one option is play could resume um as soon as they as soon as it's possible um without fans which is a possibility that some that that i've heard um considered even that you know there would be there they would do it in a different place which is another thing that he talks about of you know kind of doing that same thing except in um las vegas kind of like the summer league in which they'd have you know kind of the league congregate in one place um that would just be crazy though especially come with the playoffs coming near just no fans right. at all. Like that's just a huge part of any any sport, honestly. So I guess right. I mean that, that that's part of it for me. Like you know, I was almost relieved when the when March Madness was canceled because you know it was it was going to be such a weird experience having it without fans. So you know, it's there 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 are definitely there are definitely negative aspects of things, but I guess we can kind of make our best of the scenario and look at the positives. And I think that that's probably one of them. Um, another option that Wilson talks about is, you know, once things can go back to normal, they should just go right into the playoffs. Yeah, um, I would agree. There's no point of, I guess, waiting any longer because who knows how long we have, I guess, to make it happen. Right. And, you know, he makes the argument, you know, at least 75% of the regular season has been played at this point. You know, we kind of know where teams are and it'd be really, really cool to see fully rested playoff teams, you know, playing a playoffs. Um, I, I would definitely agree. Like if that's possible, I think that that's the, the best option for sure. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the options with the NBA. Um, and then, uh, Stephen Bradley did an article on the NHL. The NHL is very, very similar scenarios. It's just the issue is the NHL race is very tight right now. Unlike the NBA, the only team that's technically like mathematically eliminated from the playoffs is the Red Wings who are last in the league. So it's a little bit more complicated because it's a little bit harder to go straight into a playoff format for 
um, the NHL right now, but those are all being considered. The thing that's interesting, though, is that, I mean, I don't know if you've seen this, Michael, but, lo- but the commissioners across all the leagues are pretty are being pretty positive about right now um, the notion that they'll be able to finish these seasons in some form. So um, I guess we'll get updates on that in the future. Yeah, I guess that is encouraging, especially with um, Dr. Fauci coming out today and saying that he's hoping that um, he's able to get uh, teams are at least able to finish their season without fans. Like he said, with baseball, that it's a similar format towards um, the NBA with, kind of a spring training kind of style, like you said, with the summer league in the NBA, but it'll they'll still be able to, I guess, get something out of the season that they've worked for. But it was different about the MLB is there's been no games yet, so it's it's much different. Right. They can just shorten the season mm-hmm. while, I guess, the NBA and the NHL, they have a lot, I guess, more to think about because there's still – because there's teams, I guess, that are in contention that, I guess, would still want to have a few more opportunities to get into the playoffs. But baseball is a different scenario where they just can sh- shorten the season or – do something different than um, the NBA and the NHL would. Yeah, I mean, that's what's crazy about um, the MLB is that, you know, we don't have a single game. So it's kind of the Wild West as far as when it comes to um, possibilities, especially because it's such a long regular season. I am hoping, because those of you who listen to the show more regularly know that my positioning on MLB and how to improve baseball is – not to speed up the game itself, but to make the games themselves more desirable to watch by having less games in a regular season. And so if they're forced to do that, it might be a really, really cool experiment to see what it would be like to have an MLB season with less games. Obviously, it'll be shorter, too, so that'll be a little bit different from my theory, which is, you know, the season should remain as long as it does, but just with less games. But it'll be kind of cool to see that. But, I mean, there's there's been a variety of, Um, opinions on it I've heard people say that they might do you know a full season but play it later so we'd get we'd get the world series like around like Christmas yeah that would be be crazy I can't Um, imagine that (laughs) right that 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 would be even the masters too like you like we talked about in November that just seems I mean it's always masters comes after March Madness but everything's just getting I mean mixed up we didn't even get it into the PGA Tour. I mean, there's so many sports to talk about that are yeah. impacted by this. Just everything, but yeah, I guess, yeah. Once things come back, it's, it comes back, it's going to be crazy because, you know, as it stands right now, the PGA Tour has dates set up for their, you know, condensed season within, like, you know, September, October, November, like, in the fall. And they've basically, like, brought all the majors, like, super close together. And the Masters are, is going to be in, like, November, and they're all pretty close to each other. We know that the Open Championship is canceled, but otherwise – you know, it's it's like a full PGA tour season minus the players, which got postponed halfway through, you know, um, but it would all happen very, very close to each other. So it'd be kind of an exciting version of the golf season, but also very, very weird. So, I mean, there's so many scenarios right now. Um, I, I don't know. I think that for me and Michael, you can say what you think about this, too. For me, there's kind of two sides to this. There's one side of me. There's the there's the, you know. Sports, there's the bored sports fan side of me who wants to see games happen as soon as we can get them to happen, whether that's without fans or in a different location, even if that involves the MLB going to some type of format where the spring training divisions are or what they stick with for the entire year. Then again, what is what impact does that have on history? Like, that's going to be like, you know, what is that? What does that type of World Series championship even mean? Yeah. So, I mean, it's just a whole conversation, but like, there's one side of me who wants to see that. But then there's the other side of me who's like, you know, I mean, if, and you know, the, the issue is, you know, eventually this will start to have 
inevitably some very, very serious economic impact on the industry. But like, there's the other side of me who, who hopes that, you know, we can stay sustainable and wait and then come back in full force. And it's going to be some of the best sports we've seen in a very long time because, you know, fans are going to be ready to, to go see games. So right. it would be really, really cool to see what it'd be like to get like, you know, the first, the first Cubs game back at Wrigley field after all this happens or, you know, yeah. I, mean, I already know that, you know, the, you know, within like the music side of things, everybody's, everybody's gearing up for like some, some, some type of really cool concert once this all ends. Um, you know, and there's, there's events going on with that too, but you know, in the entire entertainment industry, uh, with sports involved, it's like, there is this kind of positive look at the future of like, we're going to be so much more pumped up, amped up and appreciative of whatever we get once this can go back to normal. So you said, I I guess the only thing is, I guess with that possible, I mean, predicted maybe by, I guess some very highly respected, I guess, medical experts that a second wave could be coming. So hopefully that's not the case that we can just get this over with and then get back, like you said, to the sports right after this is done, hopefully in, I guess the summer sometime, but um, that's another thing I guess we have to consider is possibly, I guess, in, in the winter, that would screw everything up again. So let's just hope that's not the case. But another thing I wanted to mention, though, was the NFL is probably, if you can say, I guess, um, like the only silver line, I guess, for them is they're still doing honestly well throughout all this. That'll change if in the fall they can't play. But, I mean, even with, I guess, the draft coming up next week and then they've had free agency when all this and everything else was shut down, like everyone was just so excited for free agency that probably like it was probably the most the most monitored free agency that there probably ever was because that was the only sports related news that was actually happening so they've actually i think done pretty well i mean it's it's kind of i mean there's really even the draft that'll probably be the the most watched draft like ever because that's the only i guess technically live sports that there really is so right i mean even though it's virtual i i think it's it's worked out pretty conveniently for the nfl meanwhile the xfl is done i know yep which You're is completely unfortunate. Devastated. Right. I mean, well, you know, we talked about the XFL and we were pumped about that. And, you know, we see the AAF go down because of, you know, self-inflicted wounds and, and, you know, bad management and, you know, all of that. But now the XFL, who put together a pretty solid infrastructure and was bringing some a solid alternative, you know, is now having to shut down complete when it was completely not their fault. Yeah. I don't know. It's, that's just too bad. Because I really, they really, honest, I was impressed. I was a little skeptical going in, like, this can be another, another AAF kind of situation. But they've, they actually kind of, I mean, I was watching those games and they were pretty fun to watch. I mean, kind of like, um, I think they should, going back to, I guess, what you said with making baseball more fun, I think having miking players up in baseball would be a, another positive. We can find a way to do that. But the XFL took, took that step and they were able to, Mike players up throughout the game, which was something that we never never really seen before in, in actual games that count towards the season because spring training is much different than um, the regular season for MLB when they had the players actually mic'd up in spring training. So that was another added bonus, I guess. And they kind of had the NFL, I think, w- with their head scratching um, because, like you said, too, um, in that episode we talked about with Steven with, with the kickoffs, that they were so much safer that just – the, the innovation, I guess, by the XFL was something, I guess, that the NFL was kind of having to compete with, and they never really had any competition. So I think the NFL kind of wins again, even throughout all this. 
I guess if you can say they're winning, but I mean, it's unfortunate what's going on. The NFL would rather have, I guess, the draft in Las Vegas, but I guess they technically still are winning throughout all this. Yeah, it, it is kind of crazy that it's it's kind of crushing everything else, but um, you know, the, on the on the NFL side of things, things are okay. We'll see what happens um, going forward on that because as you hinted at, you know, there is, there is that possibility. We don't know how long that could, could, could last and it could actually impact, um, football seasons. And that's, I think that that's when this really could start getting scary is, you know, if we get, if we get, you know, if this impacts the way that, you know, the college football season or the NFL season plays out, because, you know, you guys know that we cover all sports, but in the end we're football guys. So seeing that, seeing that as a possibility is, is definitely, pretty scary yeah i mean i can deal with honestly the other sports being canceled but college football and the nfl are honestly my two favorite to watch and that would just be a real shame especially in i guess the nfl but with the bears i mean there's i mean they've been decent i guess of course last year was a down year but 2018 i feel like we could possibly with a healthy defense be a contender again this year and having a quarterback maybe nick Foles could be taken over and who knows how good he can be so if we don't have that then i mean it's kind of that would be a real shame because that's a sport that's just followed by so many people around the country and even globally. So that would be possibly the, I think that would be the biggest, biggest blow to the sports world is having, I guess, college football and then the NFL canceled. Yep. Again, the, the worst part of this, that's the worst case scenario though, but hopefully we have it. Yeah. Right. The worst, the worst part of this is the future. And that's why, you know, we're having this casual episode right now because we don't know what the future is going to be. Um, at the time we recorded our previous episode, we didn't know that that could be our last normal in-studio version of Sports Scouts, um, but that very well could be it. So, you know, for now, we're giving you guys this um, this remote episode just because, you know, we want to have some type of closure. So um, our plan is to um, put this out for you guys and uh, just kind of have it as a gathering place for sports fans to talk about all that's happened and all the uncertainty that is our future right now. Um, but then also provide some closure on a show that we've been doing for two years because, you know, we had some big things planned and unfortunately so much of that fell through. Yeah, especially so. with that March Madness, um, like we did last year with so many guests that came on. That was really fun to be able to do. We were looking forward yeah, we're, we were basically there and, and then we weren't after that. Right. Um, after, I guess, school was canceled that next day without um, with with no March Madness on. So that was really unfortunate But because that was our probably our – the, the most fun we've had uh, doing the episode was um, the, the March Madness brackets. But, I mean, it's just uh, – it's kind of, it, it hurts, honestly, because it was so much fun to do. But I guess there's nothing yeah, we really and, can do. I mean, we, we literally had – we had guests set up. I had about 15 people who were already in on it. It was going to be a very, very big week. Um, and, you know, even that previous week, we were already looking forward to it because we knew it was going to be awesome. And um, just, so. I guess, just the fun of filling out a bracket just in general, honestly. Like, that's just – so much right. i mean it's just so much fun every year just to be able to fill in a bracket and see how you do like who knows how good your bracket could be so right I, unquestionably I that that's one of the most exciting um times of the year because it doesn't matter how your team's doing it's that 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 stuff is just always fun and always good for you and so. even i guess we were talking about in that last episode was illinois how how much better they got their basketball um program this year and i mean they've really looked like a scary team going into the in, into the tournament Another one was Dayton with um, Obi Toppin. He was looking like, I mean, Dayton could possibly make the national championship game, but for the first time, I probably ever 
fight to gas. I don't, I don't know if they won a long time ago, but it certainly would be a long time ago if they did. So that was the closest they've gotten in a long time. And that's just a shame for that program too, which, I mean, who knows how, um, how long it'll be until they get that good again because Toppin will most likely be headed to the draft this next year. So it just there's just so many implications to just so many teams that it's just unfortunate they can't they couldn't fi- finish their seasons or I guess being postponed this uncertainty that Eddie talked about. So it's a lot up in the air. <laughs> yeah, it it really is. So that's why you know we're we're here for this, but um, we'll see what happens going forward, and we might be back for you guys. But um, if not, you know it's been it's been a great second season of Sports Scouts, and we hope you guys have enjoyed the show. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens in this you know crazy crazy year of sports that this is right now. So yeah, if anything anyway. else comes out, we'll let you guys yeah, know. We'll, we'll definitely have another um, podcast. Hopefully, if I mean, if best case scenario, I guess if things were to get better before the end of the school year. And they were able to play some sports, they'll we would definitely get another episode out there or two. So right. that'll be the best yep. case, but we just, just go day by day, I guess, for now. Yeah, all you guys have to do is um, just do the usual things. Subscribe to listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Pocket Cast, or Radio Public, and then you can see uh, when we'll be back. Um, you can give us a positive review. Um, we're going to put this on YouTube, even though it's audio only. Uh, read the Forest Scout. Regardless of what happens on the show, there will always be a lot of stuff coming out every day on the Forest Scout. And we know that with the lack of um, with the lack of local uh, news coverage going on right now, considering that the Lake Forest Leader has sadly um, temporarily ceased operations, they've been kind of forced to do that. Um, and you know, with that that kind of hole, we hope to fill that void as much as we can. So um, take a look at all of that um, and get get ready. Hopefully for another week of sports cats in in the future at some point and in the meantime we'll keep on scouting see you guys we'll later. see you sometime <laughs> yep